The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 30th of April and the time is 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. Joining me on the show today is my lovely guest, Kulsoom. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, Ilham, how are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm well, Kulsoom, how are you? Alhamdulillah. And uh, Ramadan Mubarak to yourself, uh, Kulsum. Uh, we've not really managed to catch up over Ramadan. Um, it's It's been quite a busy month for everyone. Um, has it been productive for you so far? You know what? We all look forward to Ramadan coming. You know, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, it's also next week, you know. Um, and when it comes, it just goes by so quickly. Yes. Um, you just don't have time for anything, literally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, London, like, it's, it's going very quickly and, um, you know, it's going really well. Yeah. Oh, Alhamdulillah, that's good to hear. Uh, I pray that the listeners are also making the most of Ramadan as we are now nearly entering the last 10 days, Alhamdulillah. So listeners, as usual, we are reaching out through the airwaves at Inspire FM 105.1 FM, as well as tune in via the Inspire FM webpage. I also welcome the listeners of Salaam Radio, where this show is now reaching out to listeners in Peterborough and surrounding areas. Um, in today's show, um, my guest and I will be uh, discussing and looking into good deeds, uh, something I'm sure we are all trying to maximise um, in this month. Um, uh, everyone uh, puts on their extra effort making and hard working hats during Ramadan. Uh, but are the small deeds that you were doing carrying that big impact? And could you be missing out on uh, good deeds that you didn't even know existed? Now, to ha- help unveil this, um, I will be uh, asking my uh, lovely guest, Kulsum, to be sharing her views and advice around this. But um, Kulsum, first, before we go into the topic, um, can I just get you to um, introduce yourself to the listeners? Now, I'm sure everyone's heard your lovely voice and is familiar with you. But for those that have connected with us uh, during Ramadan for the first time, uh, haven't had the privilege of meeting you. So uh, if I could just get you to uh, introduce yourself. Um, I'm Ponsoon. Um, I, as, as you know, I've been on the show many times. Um, I'm a mum of two, um, one primary, one secondary, should I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a working mum. I'm a home full-time mum. Uh, yeah. Most of us with lockdown, we've been very, very full-time mums. Yes. Um, and Jazakallah for having me on air. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm for me often. Yeah. Uh, so it's lovely to be here. Yes, thank you, Kulsum. And you always make uh, the time to uh, come on the show with me. And I really do appreciate that. It's uh, lovely having you on it. Um, I know you and I could go off on a tangent and we could talk about many things. So uh, we we do. We do have that connection. Very, very. Yes. And and it's very nice because um, we often don't talk. And when we do, we talk like we never stop talking. Continue where we've left off. Absolutely, yes. So uh, Kulsum, as you know, listeners, is a very busy mum and uh, she is not only a mum for a primary school child, but the dreaded secondary school children as well. So she's a mum full of talents uh, and uh, lots of experience. So no doubt she will be able to share uh, lots of ideas and things around today's topic. Uh, So uh, Ramadan's nearly coming to an end. We're uh, entering the last 10 days. How have you felt about Ramadan so far? You know, I, I actually really, really, like many people, I love Ramadan and I look forward to it and I get really excited just before it starts. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a few years where I couldn't fast for many reasons. And um, I, I was really, I used to get really upset about that. So last year I was told that I can fast maybe a few days on, a few days off. Okay. Um, so this year, uh, after a few years, I've actually fasted um, throughout. Yes. I'm so I'm so so happy about that. I can't even express. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, and we're entering the last ten days, and um, it gets really tiring. It gets really mm. tiring. Um, but um, you know, make the most of these last ten days because it's yeah. so 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 important. But mm. I love it, and I have to admit, when I when I get towards the end, I actually do get a bit sad. Yes, I was just going to say it's an emotional journey. Yes. And, and we're almost bidding goodbye to it for something that we were fearing how we're going to cope with. And then, alhamdulillah. We know, we, know, we expect it to be hard. And, we yep. think, oh my God, how am I? and sometimes we even say, oh my God, how am I going to do the, 
the fasting is going to be so long. How am I going to manage? But we do, you know, yeah. um, as you know, I, I, I'm, I, I love food. I'm always trying to lose weight I and mean, it's just not happening. But you know, Ramzan's the only time where I cannot, I can go throughout the day without food, mm. without drink, without any problem whatsoever. Outside of Ramzan, if I have to, you know, I can't do without breakfast. It's breakfast, yeah. I do without yeah. lunch. Yeah. And I have to have my cups of coffees and I get really angry if I don't get my tea, my caffeine. Yeah. You know, but it's Ramzan because. I think it's because we're not doing it for ourselves, we're doing it for our up. So our mental, yeah. mental you know, is that a... Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a discipline thing as well. You've got your mindset onto that. Um, one thing I've learned over Ramadan, um, when I question, I don't eat much, why do I gain weight? I eat a lot because when I'm preparing the food and putting things out, I don't realize how much I actually graze. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I would have put that in my mouth. I would have finished that one off if the kids didn't finish that. So, yeah, I'm an actual um, walking vacuum listeners. That's what I am. And I've realized through Ramazan how badly I actually uh, do graze. So it's a discipline. Yes, we put ourselves in that mindset and uh, we are... Um, adhering to that and I think we can focus because you know you've got a purpose and you are doing this so in Ramadan um uh, Kulsum, you know I know every year everyone comes around and everyone's like right I'm going to do this x y and z and achieve this and achieve do you set yourself any goals for Ramadan have you set yourself any have you achieved anything um I suppose for this year because I haven't fasted for a few years to be very mm. honest mm. last year I did bits and pieces but I think for me my this goal this year was to keep all or if not most of them mm. and that was a big thing for me because I was a bit worried because I haven't fasted for a couple of years and I know they're a bit longer than they have been in, in previously mm. so that was one of my goals um, and secondly was um, to um, go a bit easy on iftar because um, I, I can't I, I do kind of say I, I plan it and I say all right I'm not going to eat a lot and I do yeah yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. And and I think um, even like at the beginning, I was cooking lentils and things like that. But, but to compensate for cooking for lentils and dal, I was cooking other things in addition to it. So when we actually sat down to eat, it just felt like too much because you know, we, we think, OK, it's a little bit, a little bit, but that little bit all adds up. Adds up as, absolutely. As it goes on, you realise that actually your appetite has decreased. Mm. Um, you don't need to make as much yes absolutely but it's not just about the food i mean even in terms of goals uh, in terms of you know your salah your reading you you know you try to do you know have a goal whether it's reading one thing or learning something or mm. uh, i'm trying to learn um 99 names of allah and if not all of them as much as possible yeah, yeah. Uh, so even if it's just something if to try to learn one surah or try to finish a Quran some goal mm. uh, my personal goal I, I'd like to finish my crime before the 27th fast um, so um, inshallah let's see I'm, I'm oh, yeah. halfway, so. oh, mashallah, mashallah. May, may Allah make it easy for you uh, and that's very nice um, and, and and that is one of the nice things that people are actually uh, connecting again with the Quran uh, in this month uh, it was um it, it was given to us in this month. So uh, the Quran uh, is something that's very close to us all. And I know that people are um, all over the world reading the Quran and trying to understand stories. Uh, I just wanted to share with you actually, Kulsum, yesterday um, I heard a talk from uh, Numan Ali Khan um, and uh, he said something about how, especially as hardworking mums, um, and now Alhamdulillah, every Ramadan I've made it my goal to finish the Quran so I, I was trying to do it on the 27th and I think here or there I've got a couple of um, juzzes left so I don't ever get to do the 27th or maybe the 28th you know I think last year I may have achieved it I can't remember now memory's got so bad after having a baby but um, <laughs> and uh, so he was saying that as busy mums we really try and make ourselves oh we must do this and we over um set ourselves over gold targets that's going to be hard for us to achieve so he was suggesting and i and i really like this because i thought actually yes he goes the, the the purpose of the quran is to try and get connected to allah so we want to get connected to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what in what beautiful way than doing it than reading a chapter of the quran and understanding what you have read so he suggested that actually having the quran in front of you and and just at random open the quran at any any given page and just read that surah that juz wherever you've landed and and then find the translation for it and read it 
And that will have more of an impact than trying to read the Quran consecutively and actually uh, deciphering what you've read and understanding it. So he said, if you just did this on a daily basis, read a couple of pages at random, it's actually going to have more impact than it would. A brilliant idea and I and I thought that was so nice because I thought it's eased that pressure from me because I'm actually connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a totally different way and um, I know across Inspire FM um, we are looking at the theme of uh, being grateful and uh, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah being enough for us so you know this is something maybe if you haven't tried maybe you can try in the last 10 days of uh, Ramadan or now, early and you find that you know, last year, because I wasn't fasting, yep. I found that I was praying more. Yes. And I was so I finished my Quran early, which is great, because then I started to read other things, like I started to read um, Surya Seen every day, you know, Surya yeah. and, you know, other Surya's every day. So that in that case, where you know, you okay, you know, you can manage to do you know mm. do randomly brilliant that's a brilliant idea i think yes absolutely and that's really good as well for those that have completed the quran can maybe start doing something like this uh, over the last 10 days now listeners if you have just tuned in um i have kulsum on the show today with me and we are looking at good deeds and um if we are and hopefully we are uh, making the most of them in this blessed month so uh, kulsum what does deed mean to you Doing a good deed uh, helps you focus your thoughts mm-hmm. uh, on towards others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it helps you take that step outside of your own world for a little while. Um, something that makes you feel good. Mm. Uh, performing good deed can have positive effects on your health, your mind. Um, it reduces stress. Um, and it's, you, become, you become more caring and more thoughtful yeah. towards other yeah. people as well. Mm. Uh, it can usually be an act or a gesture. Yeah. It's something that shows your intention. Absolutely. Of what you are, I think. I think yeah. it's just something good. Yeah, and and I think you hit the nail on the head there, um, making it like an act, uh, because you know a deed. I think um, we see it as. Um, I guess that. Can- yeah yeah an act or an act of worship or an, a good gesture um and i think um the definition that i had was uh, sometimes a deed can be seen as an act of worship because ultimately uh, when people um muslims are doing a good deed they are doing it to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so whatever we do we are hoping that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us and um accepts our good deed now there are many deeds uh, that we can do um in in uh ramadan uh and i know that um donating to charity paying one zakat is is you know seen as multiplying in this month um but are there other ways um that people There's can find so the work? Ways, and, and yeah. i think we all forget that but don't forget one of the one of the biggest ways of a deed uh which we were told by our prophet peace be upon him was a smile yeah now, alhamdulillah we have made it to uh, you know another ramzan especially after this year of covid yeah you know subhanallah we're here still fit and fighting um, so even you should be grateful for the little things, you know, yeah. and a smile goes a very long way, you know. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, so, um, do you have any small um, deeds or, you know, acts of deeds um, or gestures of deeds that people could do um, yes. uh, beyond? Because I know we, you know, in this month, everyone... Um, sort of digs deep in their pockets and, try, and tries to donate as much as possible but as well as doing that donating is good but if, if you find that you can't donate or, or that you have donated or you want to you know still other things you can do it's little yeah. things helping your family around the chores of around the house let's mm. not forget that cleansiness is half of our faith yes you know? um and for the boys out there uh, <laughs> Wives, help your sisters, help your mums. Yeah. Um, Pick up the shoes, the odd things. It doesn't have to be anything big. Mm. Uh, Again, it's your intentions. Uh, Go one day without complaining about something. Mm. Uh, Pray in the masjid today, maybe perhaps instead of praying at home, you get so much rewarding. Visit a sick Muslim or even a non-Muslim. Just visit somebody that's sick. Mm. Uh, Reciting the Quran, we all know. Um, Say salam to a random person as you walk by. Yeah. you know, it's feeding a fasting person. Mm. Uh, if you go to buy a homeless person, you don't have to always give money because I, I never give money. Yeah. Just walk by and give them a pack of crisps, a sandwich, or an apple, or a bottle of water, or anything. Yes. Yeah. One of the best deeds that we know we can do, which 
I think it comes under Sabgadaria, which we might touch on, mm. um, is uh, water. Mm. Donating um, water, yeah. Yeah, and I know, assume, and I remember this because um, a few years back when we were talking about things that we can do in Ramadan, I remember you uh, sharing this with me. And since then, Alhamdulillah, I try to do the same now. But uh, you you mentioned that you used to uh, leave like a crate of uh, water bottles um, at the mosque. So yes. uh, for iftar yeah. or tarawih and... Yes. Um, and I can ask 10 days um, because after um, fasting we mm. have our food and the men run out and now the women alhamdulillah too yeah. um, run out for uh, Dravi mm. and uh, the first 10-15 days we all know it gets ram packed mm. the last 15 odd you know you see some people get tired and they go away but it's nice to be able to do something um, for anyone that's still there yeah and they get thirsty you don't realize like after dinner we get thirsty and mm. little bottles of water just even randomly put there and yeah just yeah so rewarding so yeah no and I think that's such a lovely um uh, act uh, that you do there and and that is something that um I took on board and I thought actually that's very nice so alhamdulillah I have um taken that on board I've been sharing that with many people as well so uh, hopefully lots of people are doing it and I know that now it's like a known fact uh, when you go to the mosques and you see they've got pallets of water there so they are it's been a very different year um I mean last year we were in COVID, yeah. yes we were in lockdown there were no um the mosques really really suffered because there was no uh, the Rawi prayers uh, there was no um, itikaf so everything was being done uh, like the the radio shows are being done all all on 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 zoom and um, all the video links that we had and social media platforms so everything was being aired on that so we are facing a very different time this year where things are easing well, and I then- do think that alhamdulillah this zoom is great you know yeah. um, if anything I know I was not all for so much technology but in this during this COVID time it has just really really accelerated yes absolutely. people have kept in touch and people are learning uh, even Quran or uh, yeah. I know even with friends you know if you could just say you know what did you learn today what did you learn today mm. and even that is a deed yes yeah 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 can I can I just say one thing you know we yeah. um, against with people but even like feeding a little bit of bread to your birds yes that's a good deed yes that's a lovely that's one a very good deed yeah. So let's just not forget anything that really that that can be good. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that one because um, we feeding the animals and feeding feeding birds, especially like that, because I used to always avoid things like that. But actually, um, my neighbours always done it, and I, I always look out and I think, wow, she's doing it. So yeah, you know, we always have a a slice of bread free around the house, and um, there's doing it. Uh, and yeah absolutely yes I know my mum puts rice out and says it all gets eaten so you know it, it, you can just rice little bits of rice Unless you've got a greedy cat that yeah <laughs> some some greedy cat well it's gone so it could be a greedy cat neighbor that's come and, and eaten it um uh, all up for us um so yes as you said you know the smile is um it's absolutely contagious isn't it so that simple act of just smiling um, and being able to pass this positive act while fasting is absolute, it speaks volumes in itself because the amount of sabr and patience that we have, and we have to, we have to sort of bite our lip and, you know, um, fasting isn't only about just restraining from eating food. There's so many other things. That's the beauty of it. Absolutely. There's there's so many other things that, um, you know the fasting has taught us that you know stay quiet humble yourselves don't get angry and I do find um much to my children's um, amazement uh, my temper has controlled a little bit I, I think it's because my energy's gone well, I like that as well because I, I sometimes you know you, you do kind of uh, get frustrated yeah but I do find that in Ramzan you're a lot more patient yes a lot more focused yeah and um, a lot more calm and yeah i love, it. And I love yeah. that whole uh, i i just love the whole environment yeah it's, it's, we, we need to have this everyone, run on extended yeah, so much nicer everyone yeah. is so much more patient yeah and it's amazing how your life just slows down mm. your, you know, 
in Ramzan. And it's amazing because normally we don't have time for half the things that we do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was interesting in the first few, as I was saying that I was cooking lentils and what have you, I found that um, I had energy to cook and I was so worried in the build up to Ramadan that, oh, I need to prep my onions, maybe make a curry paste and freeze pots of curry paste so that when I need to cook and I didn't do any of that. I just cooked fresh and I had the energy to do so. And, you know, Alhamdulillah, you know, I, I've, I think one blessing that we both must agree on is that the fact that the children have been at school during the day and I know they come home on the weekends and the weekends is different but the fact that there's school still running and so you're you're not having to feed them so often it does need a lot you're right absolutely right I think one of the things that we found hard many mothers found hard during Covid was it wasn't the fact of feeding. It wasn't that. It was just the fact that you're always constantly on the go. You're always constantly in the kitchen, cleaning the kitchen, out of the kitchen. Sit down five minutes. Mom, I want yeah. something to eat again. I'm that, sure most mothers can relate to that. Um, with the children being at school, it makes that so much easier. Mm. Um, Alhamdulillah, you know, you come, they come home. My, my older child, she fasts. And my little one wants to fast. And he can't, obviously, because he's little. So what he does is when he comes home from school, he'll have a snack, a big snack, or his dinner at four four thirty, and then he refuses to eat until iftar. <laughs> then he does iftar with us. Yeah. And sometimes he's had his dinner at five yeah. o'clock, and um, but he still do iftar with us, which is fine because you know that's how they get into the mode and the excitement of it. Yes. But it's good because we're not doing as much during the day, so yes, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. And I think that that has eased a lot. Um, yeah. What's funny is um, my, my children normally when they on a normal day, you know, pre Ramadan, um, when um, my kids would come back from school, it's like, mom, what's for snack? And I just put fruit out to them saying you're having fruit because, you know, in an hour's time, I'm going to put dinner out. So I'm not going to, you know, overindulge you with with food now. And now when they're coming back from school, I've actually got a meal prepared for them. And, they, and they're like, wow, mum, either you're really hungry or you're really organised. I said it could be a combination of both. But, you know, I, I, um, I'm I, actually preparing meals for them when they come back from school. So I've actually made um, homemade pizza for them. I've actually um, put out... Are like, you hungry? <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's what they said. They said, are you hungry, mum? So, yeah, my kids are lovely. So they said, uh, for you to be putting a meal out to us, you must be, obviously. And I said, no, I'm, I'm just being a bit more organised. I think I can space myself out through the day. And I think, well, you know, you're going to come back you're going to be hungry so let's put some food out now going back continue like that then. yeah let's that. let's hope I can yes <laughs> let's hope I can uh, just going back to some acts of deeds that we can do um we I, I, one that I really liked is um uh, helping uh, your neighbors um in 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 any time in Ramadan outside of Ramadan and the simple acts of doing that is just you know on the bin days rolling the bins back um or you know when where the weather's continuously changing but you know it's just sweeping the driveway for them um my husband's very good at that he'll he'll always start with our driveway and then it'll look nice and then he'll think oh I'll just carry on and he'll do either side of the neighbor's ones as well so he'll just carry on and uh, he'll just carry on doing that so you know that is something that we can do um and one thing that he's tried to encourage with the children especially when they go for their walk around the block is um just getting one of those uh, litter picker tong things and uh, just having a black bag with them and they and they just go with a bin liner and they're just picking up litter along, along the street so they're trying to keep the street clean and you know if we can keep our street clean and represent it in that way and also trying to make children see that it's quite normal to do this it's not just something that you should uh, you know shy away from so you know cleaning your own street cleaning your driveways it's not just about your own house so that's absolutely good exactly because it's not just about your house you know your, your outer area the whole yeah. of the outer, you know it's your environment absolutely so, um, um, again just like picking up anything that's on the floor yeah you know, anything that can be harmful so you think oh that might you know yes come onto somebody's feet pick it up put it to a side or pick it up and put it in the bin Again, another deed, picking up any rubbish, like you said. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the other one I wanted to share as well was um, planting a vegetable. Now, I know that um, there's lots of charities that are saying that you can donate money and have a tree, olive tree planted 
um, and you know you can earn your sadgajari, which is something we will touch on. Um, I'm conscious of time because we're going to soon be heading to a break. But one of the things was planting a vegetable in your own garden and then sharing these vegetables, and you know actually not just consuming them yourselves, but actually maybe making something with them and sharing it with a neighbour or sharing it with the family or actually sharing the vegetables. You know that's a deed and that's something that you yourself have put together and actually shared with the neighbor and I wanted to touch on making iftar or doing an iftar because I know how things are at the moment it's we're very limited as to what we can do but whatever you've cooked put it in a in a plate it doesn't have to look colorful and amazing anything just share it yeah just share it uh, and if you have any elderly neighbors and even if they're Muslim or non-Muslim it doesn't matter go knock on them see if they need anything or like you said just share even a sandwich absolutely 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 right so listeners we are now heading towards a short commercial break i am joined by consume this morning and we are discussing good deeds make sure that we are making the most of this um, in this blessed month uh, stay tuned for more information uh, but for now we are going to head over to a short commercial break uh, but uh, I hope you are noting down all the good deeds that Kulsum is sharing so for now put down your pens and uh, take a small break and uh, join us after the break inshallah assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum this is Atif Nawaz listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday 30th of April and the time is now just gone 10.30. I'm your host Neelam and joining me on the show today is my guest Kulsoon. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, so, so far in the show, we have been talking about good deeds and making the most of these during Ramadan. So we've talked about um, a good deed being uh, seen as an act of worship because we do good to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So uh, Kulsum and I have gone through a list of uh, things that people can do, as well as donating money and um, uh, offering food to people. There's small deeds, um, which we can do as well, which we are hoping to maximize in this month as well. And our favorite being the smile, because this is contagious and it's free. So, you know, just um, it, it's, um, it's a lot, it's a test behind the whole smile as well. So if you can smile through a fast, uh, that says a lot about how you are um, holding on with your patience and your sabr as well. So uh, Kulsum, now I wanted to talk about Sadhga Jariya, because this is something that seemed very different to um, uh, charity. It's, um, what does it mean to you? Okay, Sadhga Jariya for me is an act uh, of kindness given without expecting anything back okay um and it, it's a um, long-term goodness um, a gesture that continues to give even after you have gone yes so it's not necessarily financial for me mm-hmm. um the best of, of and i always say this but the best of giving is water as we know yes um but it can also be a planting a tree for shade mm-hmm. um it can be uh, teaching a child to read the quran yeah um something that can be put in use for a long time going forward ahead mm-hmm. uh, so even helping you know build something yeah uh, a mosque. yeah yes you know yes a, a school or a mosque anywhere mm-hmm. where some form of learning or education but, um, i do i just want to quickly share something um i for ramzan i actually gave gifted um a few uh, surya seeds um yeah. and they were rose scented ones wow. and so i i was gifted one a couple of years back and every time i read it i remember my friend and I love reading it from it. And uh, my mum passed away many years ago, bless her. I always thought, God, I wish my mum was alive because it was actually a very big and it's written really big and she's just yeah. like that much to read. So, uh, so what I did this year was I bought a few of them. Yeah. I ordered a few of them and I actually gifted them. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, well, whoever will get it will then open it. And when you're reading it, the scent of it is so beautiful mm-hmm. and it's a good deed. But I just realized actually that's a Sadhgajari as well. So um, you did two in one there. I did two in one and I didn't realize. So yes, uh, Alhamdulillah. And that's the beauty about um, when when you do an act of deed. And you know what I love there that you said that you saw something nice that you really appreciated and not and not did you I have to stop getting emotional about this. My hormones are everywhere. But you didn't see it as good for yourself. 
you thought I must share this and you and you spread the love and that's what's lovely about this you know that you when you do things like that off um out of the goodness of your heart it speaks volumes about how you are as a person because it's not something that you thought oh I'm going to do this and it's going to tick that duo deed and Sadhgajarya off I'm actually doing this because it's just you and it's just you being that kind person and you did it because oh I like this I'm going to share and that and that is a very hard uh, personality to adopt and it's a very hard person to be like as well because often um, you know we live in such a fast-paced world and such a greedy world that often when people buy things or find things they want to be the first to get there they want to be the first to have it and it's and it's very difficult to you know when you got there to tame your ego a little bit and say actually I've I really like this and I know a few more people that would like this as well and that's what you did so you you liked something and you didn't see that I'm going to be the first to have it I'm going to be the only one to read it I like Surah Yasin and I'm going to read it and I, you actually thought no actually I've I know a few people that would like this and and at the end at the end you had your mum in the back of your mind as well and you know you were thinking of her um the size font and everything and it's just amazing so I think that's such a lovely thing there Kosum and it speaks volume about how you are as a person because you did it without thought you and and that to me I think is is key when we do an act without thinking about it when when it all goes back to your intentions i guess absolutely and that's what good deed and sadhgajaria even i Mm. guess it's down to Mm. Uh, um but yeah i didn't think of it like that to be very honest no absolutely i mean you just reminded me of a, a quote that i read somewhere where it said that when you're doing a good deed don't do it for attention do it with intention so you do a good deed and it may not be seen and you might think oh god you know yeah then you have to remember that actually the reason why i did it was not yeah for the, yeah. Um, the thank you, know, you or you know yeah or even the acknowledgement or even yeah. for anyone who would know because don't forget you know what, what i've always read is you know if you give to the you know with your right hand your left hand should never know absolutely and that's the true form of giving yeah so um you're doing it and your rub knows and so that's the main thing yeah and, and I think that's really um key I mean some people really struggling struggle with that Kulsum. like you know when you do something when you actually give something some people do look and and I did a show on this um uh, a couple of weeks ago um around uh, we were looking at gratification and we were looking at gratitude and some people do things um and they look for gratitude and when you don't get it it does hurt and it does make it difficult for them to stand up again and say right i'm going to carry on giving or i'm going to carry on doing i mean how how can how what what advice could you give to somebody like that that you know is looking for the gratitude you know when you do something stop looking for the thank yous i think we have to remember why are we doing it let's mm. remember we're not holding a minute what's the purpose of you doing it um, yeah. we can all it's not just about money at the end of the day. Like I said, it's about time, it's about thought, it's about spreading a bit of love and appreciation at the end of the day. And mm. that's what you have to remember. Uh, what's the reason why you're doing it? Is it yeah. just to get a bit of um, you know, acknowledgement? Yeah. Um, or is it you're really doing it for the right reasons? So if it's for the right reasons, then, then you shouldn't really be thinking like that. And if you yeah. are, which is natural, you know, we do get thoughts like this. Yes. Kick them out because, um, you know, Keep your thoughts positive because the reason why you're doing it is for the right reasons. Yeah, you don't want to put water on the good deeds as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and someone mentioned to me that when you're doing that, you're fighting with your nafs, your yes. inner self. It's the yes. voices that are saying to you, no, but you're doing it for you know recognition, ego. You know, you want to make yourself known better out there, and you know you have to li- sort of tame those voices and just remember and that. that and your nafs is something that we have, we are trying to control and fight with yes. throughout, not just Ramzan. It's something yeah. that we have to have to really work hard on throughout. But I think yeah. in Ramzan, we have to, and I don't know, maybe it comes a little bit natural. It's just the yeah. environment, maybe it's easier to control. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, I think it's because the shaitan is locked up. <laughs> the shaitan is locked up. So that voice is gone. <laughs> Absolutely, but also your environment makes a lot of a big difference. Yeah. And I think at the moment, in Amazon, your environment is so that you're focused on discipline. But yeah. we have to try to continue that after because that's what Sadhgajarya is. It's not just about the present, it's about the after. Mm. Yeah. 
how long term wise that we can continue. Yes, so, absolutely. And I mean, as you just said, so you know, looking back, I mean, now we're as we're entering the last 10 days um, of Ramadan, it's a big reflection. You know, um, my husband and I were having a conversation and, and we were just saying that especially having living through a pandemic where we weren't meeting people, weren't be able to connect with people, won't be able to socialize, all those things that were being set stopped and set aside. And, you know, everyone was trying to call it the great reset because it was resetting us and readjusting ourselves and reconnecting with ourselves and, you know, um with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we also did sort of get a bit lost in translation here as well, where we were, you know, overindulging with food. We were, you know, eating, you know, cooking for England and, you know, really going off off tangent to what our purpose of the reset was. That if we didn't have something like Ramadan come in our lives, we would never have that opportunity to really have that great reset. So we should see Ramadan as a an opportunity to reset our ourselves internally and externally as well because it's a lovely way that you've just said that because we all try and it doesn't matter what mistakes you've done what what your um, habits are prior mm. but because sometimes the ramzan is sometimes a really big turnaround for some people yeah, you know you, you come into something and they want to keep like that yeah and they make them out of it a better person and yeah that's what it is so um, yeah yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that's a it's a very nice way of looking at it, and I and I think it's really it's really good. So yes, there's ways of earning sadgajaria, which uh, Kulsum has very nicely shared with us as well. So sadgajaria is something that you are um, putting forward for. So when we are not here, because when we leave, we take nothing with us. But that sadgajaria. Let's just remember again: it's not just financial; it's little acts, yeah. um, even something like a compliment. Yeah. You know? Because you don't know what somebody else is going through behind yeah. doors. Yeah. So you're saying something nice and being positive. Yeah. That can be, the, you know, a big thing. It might make a change to them in their life. You don't Absolutely. really, you know, yeah. it may not make any difference to you, but you never know the effects of your words. Yeah. So, Absolutely, because I was just going to say, if you can compliment and leave a good impact of yourself on a person, whenever they remember you, they will remember you in a good way. And that praise and that good way of being remembered is Sadgajaria in itself as well. So, you know, we should uh, be mindful about how we are um, behaving and things that we can do to help uh, help us when we are no longer here. Uh, So as the last 10 days... um, are approaching that is one of the the the, um, phases of Ramadan we are entering where we are looking at the hereafter and we are um, seeking for refuge in this in this last 10 days and we're looking for ways that we can try and increase um, Sadgajari as such in these last 10 days so have a think about that now um, Kulsum I know that in in Ramadan we get bombarded by lots of charities and with calls messages and donations and 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 it it is a time that people often remember and as well as it it being overwhelming it's a good reminder as well having those calls and texts and you know um, emails and what have you but how do you manage this Uh, because I think a lot of people um, in Ramadan that I've spoken to find it that you know every day through the letterbox another letters come through another reminders come through another leaflets come through and you know how how are you managing this? Um, Well nowadays it's a lot of the text isn't it you get a lot of uh groups that alhamdulillah that are doing really really good work and there's yeah. so many people there now i think that are doing great work whether it be for syria yemen Kashmir, Bangladesh, or you know it, it, lots of places lots going on um and you are right you do get bombarded with lots of stuff mm. and i'm sure i bombard a lot of people with my text message group messages as well but i guess the way you have to do it is little but often and the way i find that um previously i used to make the mistake of giving a lot and then I think of course you know what I wish I could do something here I feel bad yeah. giving you that mm. but even the pound even the pound mm. is, is great and you can just make yourself thinking okay I'm going to give one pound to some charity every day or yeah. for some cause every day if you do that 30 days you've given 30 pounds which yeah. may not sound like a great lot of money but yeah. that's 30 good deeds and yeah. that's one good deed for each day and yeah. that's the other thing we should try to do is one good thing every day which, you know, isn't isn't easy it might sound easy but it's not yeah. no. 
the way I try to do, and I know many actually, um, I think uh, Brother Tarek uh, told me this once when we were there last year or the year before, and I've actually tried to do it since then because I thought that's a really good idea. Just do an automated one pound for whichever charity you donate um, every day. Mm. Or, or however much, but I'm giving an example of a pound because I think that's realistic. Yeah. If you want to, by all means, you can. Mm. But um, I think that's a good way of doing it. And that way you are contributing to a lot more than you, than you may have done in the past. Past, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's good because it's something you start with the intention, you do at that time, and that's it. It's just a continuous thing. You're not thinking about it. You're not feeling like, oh, I need to, I need to send some money there. And you've just set that and that's it. You can get on with things. So that's that's a good way of um managing that and getting your mind off that. Now, of uh, course, um, I like to share recipes and I like to get ideas on recipes. So just before we go into our recipes and, and food while we're fasting, but wait, we, I wanted to ask if uh, you could actually give any um, advice to the listeners that are listening in, um, um, in earning some sincere and good deeds in this Ramazan. Um, I think no good deed is too big or too small, personally. Mm. Um, so try to do, like I said, one good deed per day. So you've got maybe 30 days, you've got 30 good deeds done at the end of the day. Mm. Um, in Ramzan, it's all about doing goodness um, mm. and feeling good, doing something that makes you feel good and makes others feel good. And you will know when you've done something good because you'll think, you know what, I actually did something. And it doesn't have to be like we've just discussed the whole show. It doesn't have to be anything grand. So for me, um, my, my, my saying would be no good deed is small or big. Mm. Um, and just one deed a day. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for that, Kulsum. Um, So, yep, it's recipe time, listeners. So, you know, get your pens and pencils ready. Um, I'm sure um, we've we've learned so many new dishes or thought about things to make uh, through the pandemic and through lockdown. But, you know, we want quick, simple things. So um, and if you are going to get quick, simple things from anyone, Kulsum's your person because she's <laughs> always, always. I still remember your cake in a mug. <laughs> no, it's not lazy, but your cake in a mug. That's fantastic. You know, just put that in the microwave and you've got a cake. So, you know, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just need that little bit of a cake and that's where that comes in handy. Yeah, um, because I just think, you know, we can all do great, great recipes and big recipes, but it's the little ones that are the great yeah absolutely it's the simple ones that everyone will go for if you've got this grand recipe that requires an hour's baking and cooking and you know what I have, <laughs> I'm not going to do it <laughs> so we're going to tend to consume yes and consume and her quick recipes but they're good so yep consume I'm sure you've got a few up your sleeve that you could share with us today well, to be very honest I was thinking just before the show I was thinking I haven't got the recipe mm. because in Amazon, to be very honest, we, we've um, been cooking. And initially, in the beginning, we really start to cook quite a lot. Mm. And uh, I this year, my, I started my Amazon making fish broccoli because last year I was buying them. And I thought, oh, that's really nice. And then I was doing this and doing that. And now, by the end of midway, you realise that you can't eat a lot and there's always food left over. Mm. So I know I've got boiled rice in my fridge today and I need to do something with it. Otherwise, it's going to go off. Mm. So... Um, I think I'm going to make a, um, from the, my leftover boiled rice today. I'm going to make egg fried rice. Okay. Egg- the way I make it, yes, uh, egg fried rice. Let me think now. So um, I get my um, boiled rice mm-hmm. on a on a wok. Just quickly, quickly uh, give it a heat, stir fry it a little bit, and I take it off the pan. And then I um, put a scram an egg in it, scramble mm-hmm. it up, mm-hmm. and just move it to the side. And then I add in the rice at the, at the same time. And then I can throw in a few peas, um, some spring onions, um, a little bit of soy sauce, and um, shake it up. And there's um, your egg fried rice stuff. Yeah, it's lovely. And, you know, and, and it's quick and it's simple, but it's really filling as well. So, you know, you've and got... It, it's with your leftovers, to be very honest. You know, um, yeah. I just... Oh, we don't want to waste the food. And it's yeah. not been deep. I made it, like, the day before yesterday, to be very honest, for rice and... It's just doesn't get eaten up. I didn't yeah. make a lot. It's just fact that with with if we we do starters so much, then mm. you end up missing your meal sometimes, and you're used Absolutely, to having. Yeah. You're just not eating enough by the by you know week into Ramzan, you're not eating enough. Yes. So leftovers is is good. Um, so for the egg fried rice, it's very easy. And it's yes. No. And it and it's and it's very um it's a balance of both because you've got your carbs and you've got the protein from the eggs and peas. Got, you can throw in whatever you want. I, I personally just throw in the the, the scrambled eggs. Uh, peas, soya sauce, uh, spring onions, and if you want to do 
a bit of carrots in there you can mm. uh, if you want to put carrots you can do whatever you want whatever you've got in your fridge you know I, I just like to keep it simple but yeah no no absolutely and that's really good I mean I had a friend who um uh, made chicken uh, pasties and she made this chicken pasties with leftover chicken now every time I make chicken pie I'm actually using fresh chicken with vegetables and making the pie and what have you and she actually um did this with leftover chicken so she she'd made like a roast chicken the, the night before and so the next day she um bought shop bought puff pastry rolled out pastry and so she had that set aside and they're brilliant because they're so versatile you can I've I've made I've made pizza with the puff pastry so you know you can do so much with it and um so she what she did is she um chopped up the um the meat that she had from the roast chicken she chopped it up put it in a pan um uh, to that she's added a bit of spices um and she's also added some double cream and stirred it so it gets a nice creamy texture. So that's the filling done there. And then she just piles that into the squares of the puff, uh, rolled out puff pastry, which she's rolled out, cut into squares. And she's just put um, a spoonful of each in, in the pastries and rolled them over, forked them down. And what I thought was nice, which I haven't tried, but I thought I'm going to try this, is she sprinkled them with poppy seeds. Yeah. Now I've made poppy seed cake and I've had poppy seeds in my cake. Um, I've had it in naan, but I haven't had it um, on, on a on a pasty. So I thought that's a good idea. So she sprinkled them on the top of the um, pasties and then just basted it down with egg and baked them um, at 180 degrees for about half an hour to 40 minutes. And then voila, served them with some vegetables. And I thought that's that's a meal, you know, and it's. Um, but- I've got some chicken left over from yesterday. I think I might do that as well. Yes, just do that. So the thing to keep is um, having the uh, puff pastries um, in uh, the the fridge because, you know, and they are freezable as well. So you can buy frozen ones. You can put them in the freezer. I've got one sitting in the fridge now and it's been there for a couple of days. You can keep them in the fridge for a few days. Yeah. 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 They're They're very, very good. Yes, they are very good, and they and they are, you know. So, have have your kids had a favorite dish over Ramadan that you've made that you know they do like, and they've asked for time and time again. You know what? Um, I used to make food jar before, and the kids never used to eat it. This year, I did it again. That's like because I love mixed, you know, cocktail food, but I didn't put no masala or no, just kept it very simple. Mm. Loved it. I throw in whatever I've got, you know, kiwi, strawberries, anything. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever whatever fruit I can I throw it all in yeah uh, pomegranates and stuff like that but yeah they're actually loving it this year so I'm yeah. glad yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, um, I don't know if you find this costume, but at the very beginning, despite the weather being really nice and bright, Alhamdulillah, it's been quite cool. So it's not been overwhelmingly hot where we can't bear with it. And we are getting thirsty and we're getting tired, but it's been quite cool. So I found that I was getting really cold a lot in, in the beginning. And, and that's obviously your blood sugar levels dropping. And I think that's your body get adjusting to it as well. Absolutely, you know, you yeah. Hot flicks and stuff. So yeah. I think that's your body adjusting. But as you go along in, by the, by the by the time you've gone midway yeah you know your body's adjusted so alhamdulillah yeah so that you know absolutely so one thing i was i uh, was making and i've tried to keep up with is a uh, soup it's just like broths so i've i've you know um especially like a uh, meat that you have where it's bony meat but it's got some meat on it the the one is like lamb ribs they've only got very little meat on the bone there. So you can't, some people use it to make plow because it gives off a really nice flavor in the plow rice. But I decided to make a soup broth with that. So I just um, uh, pan fried some leeks, added in the um, ribs and um, then added in my spices and then just water and boiled it down. And I added vegetables into that as well, potatoes and carrots. And that was really nice to actually open your fast with. Now we get so used to having our Ruafsa drinks and our, you know, basil drinks and what have you. It was actually quite nice to actually have something warm, especially, um, you know, with me, I'm a very cold person. Yeah. And it's very healthy. Yeah. It, and I was uh, shocked as to how filling it was. And and I guess it was filling because, I mean, my, my uh, uh, older son's fasting as well. And I remember when I gave him the soup, he was like... Um, is this it mum is is this all I'm having and I said you know no I have cooked but this is like a starter and um once he'd finished the soup he said I'm actually quite full mum you know I really it's it's a liquid itself yeah any any soup is like a liquid and when we open our fast um even like a glass of water can be very filling yes if you have it yeah 
and, and but, but with your soup it's obviously full of nutrients because you've yeah. got some, you know vegetables so vegetables and meat in it so that's the um, filling but yet it's very good for the body Mm, absolutely yeah so uh, that was something that um, I can recommend and I and I and a tip that I have for listeners now as we are um, carrying on towards the end of Ramadan now our bodies and our um, stomachs are adjusting to the way we are eating and um, many are finding now that eating a meal at Suhoor is actually quite difficult to do so uh, a because we've got such short times now because the fasts are getting that much longer now the beginning the fasts are only 16 hours we're now coming back to the 18 hours our fast again so it, it has um gone a bit longer now and um, our body is uh, struggling so make yourself milkshakes or smoothies um and the favorite one is date milkshake uh, with oats so you literally get some milk um grind some uh dates into it and some oats into it as well now listeners we are entering into the last 60 seconds of the show i just wanted to um get uh Kulsum. uh Kulsum, do you are you a milkshake smoothie person do you do you like that i love i love my mango milkshake oh wow i actually wanted you to uh, i suppose we've got about 30 seconds i oh, well we've got a bit longer actually um i can get you to just quickly share the fish pakora so is it oh, you okay. just make your pakora mix oh okay so you want to do that tonight okay yes. it's actually really really easy um i just personally make it my pakora mix just like i make my normal pakora mix um but don't add anything in it just the you know the basin and the salad the masalas and that's it but no spinach onions green chilies nothing like that just the masa, uh, masala itself okay and um, i cut up the fish to little pieces so maybe you know one to two inches you mm-hmm. know, rather than these small pieces dip it into the basin mm-hmm. and just fry it and that's it wow, wow. It's really, really simple okay i'm gonna try that so there you go listen I did actually the first day. Uh, I bought a shop bought packet, and I thought, "Well, oh, I'll try that." But it turned out that my own homemade basin was just really nice. Yeah. So home homemade food is the best. So uh, yes, so just like make your normal basin as you would, and dip your fish into it. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Kulsoom. Now, listeners, we are nearing the end of the show and I wanted to uh, thank Kulsoom so much for her time in today's show. Uh, Kulsoom, uh, I wish you the very best in the last 10 days. Please remember me in your du'as. And uh, I'm, I have no doubt that the listeners uh, were able to take something positive for the show, from the show. Um, my inspirational quote, let your good deeds be like a rain, drop a little everywhere. Salam alaikum, Juman Barak. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.